and I'm here, man. Are y'all ready for the fire talk? Low down on the biz and uplift the dialogue. Oh, yeah. Listen right along. This is straight off the press. The remix fresh with no prior song. Oh. Supplying y'all with the certified thoughtful. Yeah. To give a piece to the feet, it's time to call blow. Yeah. The raspberry wings is fragrant, and flavorful. Insatiable eardrums, taste the radio. Here can't be beat the flash with me. Better leave all your doors and all have the week. What? Positive or motivation to track to see successful guests. Promote a self-mastery. BlockTalkRadio.com slash the remix. Fridays at 10 p.m. Eastern. Support the sister with a great reason. I must insist. Don't miss it this evening. Peace, man. I 
can be selfish most of the time. I be selfish if I can't help myself. I know that I'ma be helpless. Always make the same mistakes. Heartbreak, heartbreak. And if love is what you made, I have the tendencies to give too many fucks and to gravitate to niggas rolling up, lift them up to the home. But this life I'm building up my own throne. It's your right to love yourself. You have to recognize. Be about it, pray about it, do your exercise. Maybe get fly, be the apple of your eyes. Be the sea, be the light, the sweetness in your life. Be the bark and the bite, the sugar and the spice, young star. You already know who you are. Welcome, 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 Planet Remix. What's going on? Oh my gosh, I'm so excited to be here. I'm Chastity. Uh, I am a priestess of Miss Blues, and I'm going to be uh, the guest host tonight. I'm so excited to be in the house. Y'all don't know if you can see, I have a big, 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 huge smile on my face. I'm so excited. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It is Friday, May the 3rd, 2019. I hope you guys have had a beautiful week. We're here to set off this weekend just right with the right entry um, into the weekend. Uh, Let's see. Let me give you the call-in number. It's 515-605-9794. If you want to call in or listen in through the phone lines, go ahead on and do so. For all my international callers, you're going to hit the international country code for the U.S., which is 1, and then you're going to dial 515-605-9794. I want to welcome you all. I'm so excited. Keep in mind, you can also join us here in the blue room on YouTube. All you got to do is put in this blue, the remix, blue raspberry, that's R-A-S-B-E-R-R-Y, and it will lead you right on our way. The blue room is open and ready. It is lit. <laughs> it is lit. And we are always welcoming everybody in there. It's such a warm place to be anytime you're in the blue room. Uh, again, you can always join us on Blog Talk, our lovely family over at Blog Talk, at blogtalk.com forward slash the remix. And you'll be here with us. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Let me give some shout-outs before we get started too good tonight. I want to shout-out Kalimar, who's always opening the way in the blue room, getting that energy good and going for us. Thank you so much. Much love to you, Kalimar. I want to thank Erica. Shout-out to Erica for the sound check, always keeping us good and tight where that's concerned. Of course, we want to thank Brother Bilal, who is, so integral to everything that goes on here on Planet Remix, the other host, also um, the other part of the self-invested family. Uh, if you want to get in touch with him for some of those amazing soul alignment readings, you can email him at Brother Bilal, uh, I'm sorry, at BilalTheExperience at gmail.com. So you all be able to check the show notes for that information, get his email, get yourself hooked up with one of those good readings. I want to shout out to Jr. for working his magic behind the scenes and keeping us live this evening. Shout out to Marine the Bell for all those who self-invested. 
Yes, we got to ring the bell for self-invested. They always doing some amazing work in self-invested, y'all. I promise you, we keep it moving in there, keep the energy going, do some amazing, fantastic, soul-transforming work in self-invested. So big shout-out to them. And a big shout-out to all of the priestess for the fabulous, amazing Life-changing work that goes on in the priesthood. Uh, much, much, much love to you all. Of course, we want to extend much love to all of our international listeners from all over the globe. We have hundreds of countries and just as many languages rocking with us from all over the globe, all times of day and night, depending on where they are on the planet. And they rock with us here on Planet Remix. Of course, we also want to shout out to all the seen and the unseen, as well as the intergalactic, for rocking with us this evening. Don't forget, while you guys are listening in, hashtag Planet Remix. Let the internet know. Y'all listen anyway. (laughs) Y'all listen anyway, but you can always hashtag Planet Remix takeaways. Let folks know what you took away from the share tonight and any of the other shares in the archives. Y'all can check them out on iTunes, um, on Blog Talk Radio. You can also check them out. There are so many here now on YouTube that you can also check out. Don't forget to hit like, that little thumbs up button down there below if you are in the blue room. And don't forget to hit the bell and subscribe. Every time we're live, you'll get a quick little message and you can head on over here. And join us live on Planet Remix for some life-changing whatever we're talking about at the time. It is sure to be transformative to you. Um, So, yeah, I hope you guys are excited as I am to get into the share this evening. Before we do, let's see what's going on all over the place. Uh, I don't know about you guys, uh, but I was loving the Black Girl Magic hashtag that was happening all over the internet. Did y'all see that? Was it on your um, timelines today? The Black Girl Magic hashtag was all over the place for the first time in history. We have a Black Miss USA, a Black Miss Teen USA, and a Black Miss America. First time in history. Boom. Black Girl Magic. So shout out to Miss Chelsea Crist from Charlotte, North Carolina. She's a lawyer. She won Miss USA. She was rocking a six-pack and a natural get it, sis, killing them with the black girl magic. Uh, she does a lot of pro bono case and uh, penal or prison system reform. So big shout-out to that sister who won that um, amazing honor. She's also going to be able to qualify for the Miss Universe pageant. So we're going to see what that's going to be like. And also Miss Team USA, shout-out to uh, Kali. Games. I hope I'm not messing that girl's name up. But college games. Okay, sis. With the natural also. The teens are listen. I'm so proud. Congratulations, Miss. Uh Team USA. And also to Miss America, Miss Nia Franklin, who is an opera singer. Let me stop. But anyway, (laughs) shout out to her. First time in history, y'all. Three sister girls. Representing for Miss USA, Miss Teen USA, and Miss America. So just wanted to open that up with that. And also today, of all days, is 
uh, International Paranormal Day. What, y'all? We got International Paranormal Day. And, yes, the triple goddess energy with all three ladies representing from Miss USA, Miss Teen USA, and Miss America. Look, I don't know if we can handle it. Today is um, for International Paranormal Day. They want to give us permission, right, to say we love UFOs, all things paranormal and woo-woo, stuff we do on the regular over here at Planet Remix any day, anyway. Uh, Purple Rain. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, no. I'm looking at something else. So, yes, I'm super excited um, to share that with you guys. Uh, What a perfect way to open up the show tonight with that kind of energy. And what a perfect little holiday with it being International Paranormal Day to um, have our interview with the interview, I-N-N-E-R-V-I-E-W, with Miss Blue. I'm so excited. Before we get too much into the share, though, I do just want to say that we are going to give us give ourselves a little p uh, a little uh, what do I want to say a little put the baby to bed. That's what I want to say. <laughs> yes, we're gonna give that little. Yeah, Greetings, yes, everyone. Hi, it's me, Miss Blue, the Oracle. Now, as you know, we are about to into Planet Remix. And as we get ready to get into the cipher, I do want to let you know that it is Planet Remix, and a lot of times we cover adult content. So at this time, if you have anyone who's a minor, I would suggest that you put your headset on or get yourself in a place where you can enjoy your time on Planet Remix. But until then, put the babies out, do what you need to do, so we can be responsible while knowing our magic. This show, this information, we dive into a lot of things that are adult content. And so therefore, if you are a minor, I want you to stop what you're doing right now. And I definitely want you to get your parents or your guardians consent before diving into the remix. Well, enjoy. Enjoy the share. Yeah, and keep knowing your magic. We just got to be responsible while growing up on planet Earth. Yes, yes. Got to put the babies to bed. Got to put the babies to bed. Take care of the babies, y'all. Take care of the babies. We're going to play a little bit of Baby Blue. And then after we play a little bit of Baby Blue, we'll be ready to get it in. La, 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 the remix. Hey, this is Baby Blue. And remember, if nothing else moves you, life will. Yes, if nothing else moves you, life will. Say it with me. If nothing else moves you, life will. And if nothing else moves you, life will. Oh, my gosh. Say it again. Hashtag it. Spread it all over your page. We're about to get started, you guys, with the interview. Ah, I'm so excited. So today, it's let's get into it. It's the Oracle Speaks. 
Verbal Vibranium, an interview with Miss Blue. An interview, I-N-N-E-R-V-I-E-W. Um, we get to hop into the mental space of Miss Blue tonight, y'all. I'm so excited. You know how they always say if you could ask or talk to any influential person, um, who would it be and what would you ask? Tonight's my chance. Tonight's our chance, and I'm so excited. Um, Miss Blue is the creatress and mastermind and host of Planet Remix, the international, and I'm going to say intergalactic radio show. Yes, represent. Um, check the archives, y'all, from blog talk to iTunes, YouTube. It's enough in there on Planet Remix for a lifetime, a lifetime. Um, Miss Blue is also a psychic medium, a Reiki master, and a certified holistic practitioner. She's also so, so dear to many of us that have been rocking and listening with Planet Remix for a while, or even those of us that are newcomers. Let me shout out to the newcomers. Welcome, y'all. We're so happy to have you here. Welcome to all new and old. Um, let's see a little bit about myself. Like I said, I am one of the priestess of Miss Blue. Um, from the first round and this round. And let me just say, like, Planet Remix is transformative and life-changing and essential. Like, I'm in the energy of Planet Remix or self-invested or some some combination of the two a couple days of the week or if not half of the week. Like, that's how deep it is. And I've been able to see so many amazing transformations come out of just being in this space. Um, professionally, I've seen my reach triple, if not quadruple. Um, I've seen confidence be able to be stabilized in my spiritual work, in my professional work. Um, the way I think is so much more sound. You know, you learn how to silence that inner player hater triple, uh, I would always say beam out that black girl magic or that inner goddess to the umpteenth, umpteenth degree, I will always stand up and shout out what um, Ms. Blue has been able to do to elevate the consciousness of myself. Let me say super consciousness, right? The super consciousness of myself and so many others. And then I've been able to make a family here at Planet Remix, people who get it, people who are doing the work just like I am. I've come here and gathered so, so, so many jewels over the years. It's like getting an Ivy League education for free. (laughs) For free, y'all. For free. I love it. So tonight I get to get into the minds of this inner goddess. Um, And we named it Vocal Vibranium. Which is interesting because if you guys have seen or got into the Black Panther uh, phenomenon and what an amazing movement that was. And it was made possible by those of us here at Planet Remix doing the work and making that space open up so that there could be uh, a Black Panther movie like that on the big screen. But the vibranium was the thing that made everybody in Wakanda like invincible. So the voice of Miss Blue with those intonations and just how kind and loving and magical she is. She has that effect verbally. So I did want to pay homage to that 
this evening and get into a little bit of an interview with none other than Miss Blue. Hey, Miss Blue. Yes, y'all liking the vibe. Yes. Yes. Bitch, I'm back. I'm popular the man. Y'all haters funny with that Illuminati mess. Paparazzi catch my fly and my cocky fresh. I'm so reckless when I rock my Givenchy dress. I'm so possessive, so I rock his rock necklace. My daddy Alabama, mama Louisiana. You mix that Negro with that Creole, make a Texas Bama. I like my baby hair with baby hair and afro. I like my Negro nose with Texas five nostrils. Earned out his money, but they never take the country off me. I got hot sauce in my bag. Swag, swag. Ooh, yeah, baby. Oh yeah, I oh oh yes, I like that. I did not come to play with you, ho. <laughs> I came to slay, bitch. I like cornbreads and collard greens, bitch. Oh yes, you got to believe it. Y'all haters corny with that Illuminati mess. Paparazzi catch my fly and my cocky fresh. I'm so reckless when I rock my Givenchy dress. I'm so possessive, so I rock his rock necklace. My daddy Alabama, mama Louisiana. You mix that Negro with that Creole, make a Texas Bama. I like my baby hair with baby hair and Take him on a flight. 
know my chopper. Drop them off at the mall, let them buy some days, let them shop up. I might get your song played on the radio station. I might get your song played on the radio station. You just might be a black Bill Gates in the making. I just might be a black Bill Gates in the making. And I want it, want it. Planet Remix as 
family reunion because we're all one big family together mm-hmm. and celebrate that energy. So enough said from me. I'm going to close my mouth and be the guest tonight <laughs> and uh, allow Priestess Chastity to do her thing. Shout out to Erica for the soundtrack and uh, Kali Mar for opening the way. And that's it, y'all. I digress. I, I got to get in my, I got to stay in my lane tonight. I got to stay in my lane tonight. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's I'm always your lane. always your lane y'all y'all don't know how excited i am this is so beautiful to be able to get a little bit of the interview interview so i'm just started off since we were talking about um i'm gonna call it a little bit a little brother loud (laughs) loud. and all the graduates that are out there one of the questions that i've always wanted to ask because you have Baby Blue to open us up with Planet Remix and, and has been doing so for quite some time. It's always so beautiful. As a modern-day goddess slash priestess slash magic maker, what kind of mother are you? Yes, what kind of mother are you? And wow, I guess my, the second part to that question would be, like, what's the word for mm-hmm. anyone who is parenting or wanting to become a parent in like the super conscious. <laughs> wow. Uh, a very, very beautiful question. Number one, I want to say this, that I am extremely lucky. And I don't say that lightly. I guess a better word would be I am extremely blessed when it comes to my children. They are such amazing human beings that I don't know. Um, I, I would like to think of myself as a good mother. You know, I have an amazing, wonderful, very loving mother. I come from a very uh, strong line of nurturing women um, and very supportive fathers. But I would say that more than anything, my children have helped me become more of who I am. And so I'm very lucky, mm. you know, very blessed very grateful to have two amazing souls on the planet uh, that are very self-aware, very loving, Mm -hmm. unapologetic about who they are and how they want to show up in the world. And I think every day they give me the strength to just strive and from a very young, early age to be able to be more about who I am. You know, and my son was the one at a young age that really challenged me into understanding who I was because he came here very aware of who he was and what his purpose was in this life. And Mm -hmm. like many of you who probably could relate to this, I really was unsure many times in my journey about what that looked like and what that Mm -hmm. Are we getting some feedback? Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Uh, Okay, uh okay. So my advice, and I don't give advice, but on this I can because this is actually, you know, I'll I'll say advice mixed with also just um, really what spirit has given me. 
is really our jobs as parents is to love our children and support them, to help them understand about boundaries, boundaries within themselves, not limitation, but to understand where they start and where they end, to help them understand mm. things about being safe, you know, being safe in this world and what that means to show up. And also what it means to be committed, not just committed to their own thoughts and their own actions, but also committed to the family, to the whole family unit and how they can participate in being a part of that family and to show them mm. as much love, support. And when they're younger, discipline, because ultimately the discipline we give our children at a young age it's how they will learn how to discipline themselves as they grow older. So that, mm-hmm. that, that's something that was passed on to me from my parents, and I pass that on to my children, and I would give that to every parent and allow them an opportunity to explore, to try different things, to feel free to change their mind, um, you know, to be creative. And to give them the to know that they can do absolutely anything that they want, anything that they want. But the most important thing to focus on is what their heart is calling them to do. Woo! That's what I would say. What about that? (laughs) I love it. That may be a mouthful, and my children may say something different, but, you know. <laughs> what can I what can I say? Yeah. Mm-hmm. When, yeah. When they saw what Planet Remix had become, and I know they saw you building it, like, what do they think about it? Well, you know, they're a very strong part, and they're actually listening in. My son is actually traveling outside the country right now, but... Uh, they're actually listening in, and they listen in often. Uh, they live with me every day. So, you know, it's kind of like with your family. You're, you know, you're just who you are. I am who I am 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So, you know, sometimes my daughter will tease me, and she feels like she constantly is in self-invested, or she's on the remix, or she's getting a reading. You know, they have mm-hmm. lived with me. And so a lot of who I am and what I do, um, aside from me probably being a little bit more goofy and a little bit more silly, uh, <laughs> I, I'm, I am who I am here, you know, and that's, that's who I am. That's who I show up to be in the world, you know? Yeah. That is fact. I've always wanted to ask that question, and what a beautiful Beautiful answer. Nothing yeah. else to be expected, of course, but what a beautiful answer. So that, I guess that brings me to my next question, which is one of the most popular questions, I think, here at Planet Remix, which is about, of course, um, spirit guides. So <laughs> uh, I have a few questions about spirit guides, actually, because, you know, we, we have our family that we came here with, and you know, shout out to the the parents who are, you know, holding it down, doing a wonderful job, especially this time of year. It's Mother's Day coming up. It's graduation, and we really get to 
Yeah, share that love with those of us in the physical realm that has helped us get to where we need to be. But on the spiritual side, we have these spirit guides. So when you ask, are asked about spirit guides, you'll often give them a number, and you'll say, well, right now you have this amount of spirit guides. So the question is, is how often um, does a number change for spirit guides? Um, and then what would prompt your number of spirit guides to change? Mm, wow, that's a good question. Let me think about it. I don't know if I really have thought about that question. So, so here's the thing, and I'll tell you based on what I've seen just in working with spirit guides. Spirit guides are spirit guides are kind of like our helpers that come to the planet with us. So we all have spirit guides. And for me, when I talk about spirit guides, I'm not speaking about ancestors. I'm not talking about angels. I hear that static. Mm-hmm. I'm not angels. I'm not talking about. Um, I'm not talking about gods and goddesses. I'm not talking about any of that. These are individuals who have lived on the planet with us, and as they begin to live on the planet with us they have taken on another assignment after they've made their transition to help those of us who have been here on the planet. So that's number one. Now, how often that number change? It depends. If you are, let's say, working on something, because we have different life lessons that are happening here on the planet. And if you are working on something, um, yeah, chastity, I'm getting a lot of mute, a static on. I don't know what it's uh-uh. I wonder, okay, let me work on this on my end. There, whatever you did, it stopped. Yeah. Magic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course, of course. So, so, spirit gods, let's say that you're working on something and this is, it, it, it works more around the theme of your life. And maybe right now you are attempting as many of us to change a particular pattern. Maybe you find yourself getting very, very frustrated when things don't go your way. Let's just say, and you sort of made a personal commitment that you no longer want to do that because you find that you're making bad decisions, things just don't go well, or it takes you a long time to sort of bounce back. Your recovery time is back. And maybe you have about 10 spirit guides that are working with you. Those 10 spirit guides are going to continue to work with you until you move past that particular challenge or that particular project or something that you're actually working on. And that's one way. Other times spirit guides show up is they show up in different cycles in our lives because we have past lives. And if we are really working through a particular issue in our past life and we're really bringing or extracting sort of that information or knowledge from that past life to begin to start using that as wisdom or a gift, we'll have a number of spirit guides that are working with you um, to help you to integrate that into your process. 
Maybe you're doing something you've never done for the first time. Some people are getting ready. Um, some of our young people are getting ready to go to college or some people are going back to school or furthering their education. And spirit guides will show up just to help you through that particular process. Maybe you're embarking on buying a house, and this is your very first time of buying a house. You will have spirit guides that will show up for those reasons. Maybe you're about to get a surgery. There's a particular surgery, or someone in your family is ill, or you yourself is dealing with some sort of illness, or you're trying to bring your body into a healthier state. Spirit guides can show up for there. Now, watch this. Here's the thing that makes it so particular magical. Depending on the time, the place that you decide to come to earth, there mm -hmm. are certain mm -hmm. things that are outside of you that may be happening. For instance, if right now you live in India, and I just did a reading for a sister in India, and you know India is dealing with that cyclone that's coming. She had a particular spirit guides that showed up just because they knew that this event would be taking place on the continent wow. in the city where she's born to help her through this particular time. And so they can show up for many different reasons. It's like we have that built into our system, built into our own blueprint, and so they sort of come in and sometimes they'll leave and sometimes they'll have a, what I like to call, um, if you guys have the Kim deck, the Know Your Magic Oracle deck, you'll uh -huh. see that a archway behind them. And some spirit guides will have an archway open. And whenever I see that archway, inside that archway, it can be anywhere between 9 to 20 to 30 spirit guides inside that archway to help that one spirit guides, that one spirit guide. Wow. You know? <laughs> so spirit yeah. guides have spirit guides. Yes, spirit guides have guides. Well, they're not actually guides that are helping them. They're more like a research team to help that particular spirit guide that is wow. there. But the key, Chastity, wow. I know we've talked about this before. Spirit guides tell me this all the time. They are like your ride or die. I know just recently Mortal Kombat just released, the video game released um, a new edition of um, Mortal Kombat. And there are some other video games that are coming out. Like we have an explosion in the last month or so of video games. And you will see sort of these characters over their shoulders. Well, that's kind of how spirit guides are. They're your ride or die. So they're not here to control your life. They're not here to t force you what to do. But they are here to give you those reminders about what you agree to accomplish to ultimately get you to your goal. So it's not just one way. If you want to take the long route, you can go the long route. They're going to ride with you. They're just going to say, we're just going a long way. Um, we, we, we do. <laughs> short, it's, a, it's a shorter route, you know, that you can cut maybe about 15 years off. But if you want to go the long way, we're here to support you. And they're only activated when you ask for help. And they have told me that this 
is the number one thing that spiritual human beings have the hardest time with on planet Earth is asking mm. for help. And that's the only way they can be activated is if you ask for help. Yeah. Why do you think we have such a hard time? And I know you've addressed this before, but we yeah. probably need to say it again for the folk in the back. Why can <laughs> we not ask for help? Well, it has to do with something that at this particular time, every single one of us, and that's what I love so much about Planet Woman, because we're all, even though we're so magical and we all have these very, very divine gifts, we still have things that we're also working on, right? One of the Mm -hmm. reasons we have such a big, big problem with asking for help is because of our egos. And we are still living in a time that it's making it very uncomfortable for a lot of people on the planet, and they're not able to handle that. And that is to say that we are still separate in our consciousness. I want to kind of give this example. There's been a time in our lives where we were very comfortable driving down the street, And we see someone with their car broke down on the road. How easy is it to look over and say, oh, man, that car broke down. And we just keep going. Mm. We're we're living in a time where that was was kind of okay. We We could do that. We could see someone with their car broke down. And even though we may have a little bit of sympathy, we're looking at our watch like traffic is bad. And uh, I'm trying to make it where I'm going, and I can't stop. Well, ultimately, what is happening right now is that is becoming uncomfortable. You see, because one of the things that Planet Remix has taught me, and this is something myself and Brother Bilal, we talk about all day long, especially those of you who are self-invested, you know this too well, and definitely the priestess. If you're not okay, I'm not okay. And we mm-hmm. are all responsible for each other. And so humanity is coming to a place where it's making your ego and, 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 and forcing you to come into the oneness of the consciousness. See, we've been waiting for so long, especially those who buy into a lot of what we know on the planet to be religion. And I don't want to get too far off because you guys know I can run my mouth, right? But I'll say this, (laughs) is that it's becoming uncomfortable to separate yourself from others. And if someone else is hurting, you're also going to be impacted by their hurt, by their pain. Now, Mm -hmm. right now, evolution is, is, is not sped up as fast as it could be. We are doing this within our soul groups and within our tribes. And that's why it's important that you go somewhere, whether it's radio or wherever that is or whatever connection you have with people, that you allow that connection to be real for you. Because if you are there and you are miserable, you're getting ready to be very uncomfortable. 
because mm. we are responsible for each other. And that means that we have to begin to start opening our hearts. And one of the most purest ways that we have not done in eons. Because ultimately we are responsible. We are our brothers and our sisters keepers. And you're not going to be able to rest well if I'm not resting well. And if you're not resting well, I'm not going to rest well unless I'm doing something to help assist you. And see, this mm-hmm. is the only thing that's the divine, that's the most high, that God, the oneness, the universe, the UFOs, the ETs have seen that they can get us to be able to shift our consciousness so that we can begin to start blending that what we call our mind and our heart consciousness in alignment with each other. That's the only way. Mm. That is the only way. And unfortunately, we have chose murder, death, kill, pain here for that to happen. Mm. And so the work is about us doing it on our own. It's for us. Do, this is what the magic is about. It's about us doing it on our own. Yeah. Doing it on our own and having sort of this Christ consciousness, because that's what Christ consciousness is. It's not one person. So boo-hoo mm-hmm. on those Christ consciousness was one person. Think about when Nipsey Hussle passed away. We got a, a, a glimpse of seeing the Christ consciousness in action for a particular soul group on the planet. People came, yes. to, people came together. You know, we're seeing a glimpse of that. Well, that glimpse is going to move away from what we know to be death on the planet to what we want, what is light on the planet and us coming together. And that's what we do here on Planet Remix. We come together and we come here because of the light. We come here because of the love. We come here because we understand that we're a soul group that came back to do work together at this such amazing time to be alive on the planet at this time. Yeah. Yes. What a time to be alive. Mm-hmm. So you say like, so the spirit guides can have a research team and they, yeah. what they ask each other or they, Hey, Hey, let me huddle with you real quick. Go tell them well, this. Yeah, it, it kind of works that way. They kind of give support. And so, for instance, if let's say, um, Chastity, I'm taking a look, and one of your um, spirits, <laughs> okay, one of your um, one of your uh, uh, spirit guides right now has to do um, has. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Let me let me stop being. <laughs> Let me stop being so funny right now. But one of your um, spirit guides right now has a lot of energy to do with, um, believe it or not, it, ha- it, it, it has a lot to do with juice, like having juice. You know, that, exper- that expression about juice, about understanding about juice. You know, you know how somebody say you got the juice or you need to juice up. Uh, this is about you really sort of kind of getting your energy going. And juice is also about understanding what direction I'm going to put that energy in. 
you know, where am I going to put all of my focus? So this particular spirit guide is really very, very focused. Like he actually worked on one of the first known energy drinks in the world. And he actually was in Hawaii and he concocted a formula. It was more for medicinal usage at the time uh, that would give you energy and strength and, and hydrate your body through using coconut water. Uh, and so he was a kahuna, uh, which is almost like a, um, like a priest in, 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 in some other, you know, sort of kind of language. And he worked with that and he learned how to mix these sort of concoctions together uh, to help with energy. Well, he has a whole research team. And even though that's his specialty and he's here to show you how to focus your juice, your energy, so you can have enough juice to make it through the day, have enough energy to do all the things that you want to do. He has a whole research team. And if there's a particular area, education or maybe health and fitness, they are experts in those areas to really sort of give you those subtle hints of where you need to begin to start putting that energy so he can pass that on to you. So again, live. I can't. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. So spirit guides also are not against. They're also ultimately teaching us is that they reach out to help. You, you, you understand. So they have a support. Oh, it's a full circle. It's full circle about the whole support system and, and, and knowing that you have a support system and they really, their ultimate goal, you know what, chastity is for us to emulate this in our physical life. So we have ourselves covered in both the spiritual realm and the physical realm. You know what that makes me think about? It makes me think about one of the things that they stress so badly in school. If you want to get kicked out of school, write something and don't give people their credit. In other words, if you (laughs) have gotten help, you have to say, I got this help and this is where I got it from. And if you're not willing to do that, they will kick your butt out (laughs) of school. Or yeah. you will get a Z, like it is surefire to say, like I'm mm-hmm. going to get a zero. And now like that's so powerful because you've got the hashtag and everything like that that says, hey, I'm rocking with this person. You know, these people made me, these people helped me get here. So that's really powerful that we have that little symbol now to follow us around and show us kind of what the spirit guys are. That is incredible. <laughs> I hope y'all got some paper and pencil, y'all. Take that down real quick. <laughs> the spirit guys got a research team. What? They have a Monica. support. They have a support system that they're able to tap into. And the beautiful thing is, spirit guides, whether you believe in them or not, it doesn't matter because you know they exist without your needing to believe in them. Um, As we sometimes as humans, we need people to believe in us and support us. Spirit gods don't need that. They're still going to be able to offer you uh, the assistance. And that's the beautiful thing Mm. because they're working whether you believe in them or not. Yeah. 
Wow, that was so amazing. Oh, that gave me a little surge of energy right there. Okay. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I love it. But you know what? Mm-hmm. I, I need to ask this, too. And I guess this is going to be on the same on the same realms. You often tell people, like, okay, you have two women, three men, or three and three. So what is the importance of having – um, the person know like what kind of masculine feminine energy that they have behind them when it comes to the spirit guides. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll tell you when I first sort of spirit, when my spirit guides sort of relieved that or revealed that to me, it really helped me to understand people's life plan. You know, I work a lot with the Akashic records and those are the records for life. It's where everything is recorded, everything in the cosmos, the universe. But more importantly, I feel everything that is recorded in our life here on planet earth um, from the beginning of time. And so the significance of that is, so for instance, if I tell someone, look, you have 10 spirit guides and out of your 10 spirit guides, you have seven women and three are men. Then I know that that person has some challenges when it comes to listening to that feminine voice within Mm, them. mm a feminine voice, whether we're male or female. And I also know that you have challenges with the birth mother or with women in period, period, or vice versa with men or men, period. I know that you have challenges with that. And so really it's sort of kind of like, um, think of it this way. It's kind of like your spirit guides playing the trick on you. And they're saying, we know you're not going to listen to a woman. So you got 10 spirit guides. We're going to make seven of them women. Eventually, eventually you're going to hear from one of them that you're going to be willing to open that side of yourself up. Wow. To open that side healing, to open that side up for receiving, to open that side of you so you can become complete and whole and be the very best version of who you are. You know, mm. you have problems listening to the feminine or problems listening to the masculine and, and you have problems with the masculine. And I say, you got 10 spirit guides and one of them is a man. You're not listening to him. <laughs> You're not listening to him. You're like, no. But if I say, oh, you look, you got 10 spirit guides and nine of them are men. Oh, one of them brothers is going to get through to you. One of them. You're wow. Gonna be, yeah. You'll be able to hear. Mm-hmm. And so, so that leads all me to my. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. All, no, no, no. I was just going to add, they all sort of, you know, they're here to support us and to help us, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So my next question is, and leading right off of the spirit guides, what a beautiful segue is that you get to do a lot of beautiful work with sisters, um, mm. with the priesthood and everything like that. Let me tell y'all, it is transformative. I'm telling you. Um, but what is the most prevalent thing that you've noticed? Or like the biggest vice or hardest part about working with sisters? And then what is the most beautiful part? Mm -hmm. 
For me, the hardest part of working with sisters is the fact that I'm a sister too. <laughs> and let me tell you what I mean by that. Um, I could see so much in every single one of the priestess in myself. And I love that. You understand? And each one of the, the priestess bring sort of this very divine aspect of not mm. just, but all the women on the planet. And I take that as very, very sacred work. And I think in the beginning, mm. the challenge is, because when I look at all of you priestess, you sisters are so amazing. Like I could be here all night bragging on each and every single one of you for the work that you did. And, you know, so even though I'm the one leading the priestesshood, we are all sisters here together. There is really no hierarchy. We are all here learning together. It's just in this priestesshood, you get a chance to learn through me. But there are so many things that each one of the priestess bring to the table that I get to learn from them. So, you know, I get to learn from them. Chastity, you're an educator, a teacher. Like, I've learned so much that I've been able to pass on to Planet Remix about our education system, about educating our children, about how to educate adults with. You know, I think about Mm -hmm. it. Our badass researcher, channeler, Mm -hmm. and just a lot of spirit and the energy that she brings. You know, Melanie, she's a mother, you know, and she also, you know, sort of works in the position of assisting. And so I always watch her kindness when she's coming in, even when she's asking questions about herself or her family, just that loving and that kindness that an assistant or or someone who's an executive assistant comes in. Donna Lee, who's an artist, and she Mm -hmm. is fine the detail, cross the T, dot the damn I, like literally, and literally, you know, down to the subatomical particle, understand about details and how important details are to the bigger picture. So I get to see the wholeness of it. You, you, you understand. And Keisha, I could, I could just go on. Erica, she's a massage therapist. And so understanding the subtleness of energy, where energy um, sort of kind of transmutes itself into the physical body and what that energy mm-hmm. begins to do as it begins to make its way inside and outside of the veil. So I'm learning so much from her. Andrea, who works with IT, you know, technology, like this is so crazy because she understands the binary code, the language of the gods and the goddesses. You know, I, I, I could go on. Brandy, you know, she's a nurse, but <laughs> you know, particularly, you see, you got me started with the priestess, but she's a nurse that could actually works inside the operating room. And so she's mm. there with and she's there with the surgical team, and she gets to see the very intricate parts of where we are moving between dimensions of life and death and handling that in such a very, very loving, powerful, finite mm-hmm. way. Like, do you know how you have to be grounded and centered to just have your energy in some of these spaces? 
Mm. Like I on Nadra, who I call her a priestess from another time. You know, she's a fashion designer and curator. Uh, and she really sort of brings this avant-garde when it comes to clothes and understanding about fabrics and colors, energy, and how this all comes together. And then I get to think, okay, it's me, Miss Blue, and I, I didn't, you guys, I didn't even touch on the, all of the priestess. Like, I promise you, like, there's so many work, more social workers, one who curates a, a whole museum of artwork mm-hmm. from around and oh my gosh, like you know, I'm 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 tapping my brain, you know, because so many of them, you know, Stephanie, so many of them that do these amazing things, yeah. and I'm thinking, okay, spirit, so you have a lesson for me to give <laughs> these, <laughs> you know, and they are so humble in their learning and very honest and authentic in their expression of how that translates in their world. Because sometimes when we start to get into the spiritual realm, we think that translation should be all the same. And what I love Mm. about the priestess, what I love about Planet Remix, self-invested, that translation is so unique, but it is so connected at the same time. It is so different. It is so unique, but it is so connected. Mm. For me, the challenge is just to stay open and to stay with what I know and to give that, and to give that at the highest frequency possible every single time that we meet together. Another priestess who actually... um, She lives in Belize, and she's over there, and she studied all Mm -hmm. the modalities of Chinese medicine. She's a practitioner, badass sister. You know, she's over there, (laughs) and she's still dedicated to the priestesshood and still working to accelerate her modalities. And and right now her name is going to escape me, but I'm going to get it in just a moment. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, that modality, and even though it's a time difference for many of them, they will wake up at the a time because they come from all over the world, and they are there and they are doing their work in in such a big way. Like that, to me, is 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 a part of my life work that I'm very honored to be connected. Um, to be connected mm-hmm. with and be a part of. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. That was so beautiful. Yeah. So beautiful. So beautiful. Well, thank you. Different I can go. So love to all the priestess again, because I know it's so many of y'all. If I told y'all what all of them did, <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> we got psychiatrists. We got Jasmine. Oh, my goodness. That is yes. really helping the medical world bridge between understanding about what our ancestors have known and, and really making it about her practice to learn this. And she's a psychiatrist and uh, she works with clients all over the world and pretty intense clients. You understand that she is really, really making 
many different leeways. I could go on with Lisa and oh my gosh, like I, I, I just feel like I need to go down the whole list right about now, but you know, listen, it's they a know whole I We'll be here all night. It'll be all night. All night. Yeah. Yeah. That's beautiful. Uh, and it, mm-hmm. it is, is equally as transformative to be on the other side. <laughs> Cause we're all like, yes. Oh my God. <laughs> like I always uh, joke with Miss Blue and be like, you are like Beyonce, like the one we can actually get to and deal with. It's crazy oh to me all the time. Um, we all are there together. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing though. Um, it really is. It's been life changing for me. Um, and that brings me to my next question. Cause I know you say, that the ancestor realm is learning from us. And every time you say that, I'm like, okay, like how is it that they're learning? And then what do they do with this newfound consciousness once they are kind of interacting with us that are dealing with the consciousness and the subconscious Mm. um, world? Okay, so let me explain that. It's kind of complicated, as they say, but I'm going to try to make it very simple. Um, And I mean simple for me, okay? So um, let me see if I can give it to you like this. The ancestor realm is a dimension. I want you to think of this, you know, and I'm going to take it back to the Bible because this is a good sort of analogy. I'll probably use this one all night because it's a good one. Um, You know how it says in my father's house, in his mansion, there are many rooms. So I want you to think of the ancestor realm as being one of the rooms in the mansion. Now, Mm -hmm. here's what actually um, has happened is that When we transcend, your soul gets to go on. We know that. The soul is always connected. Your soul sees every life, whether you reincarnated a thousand times, ten thousand times, or one time, your soul sees everything as one. So for the soul... Mm. It's like an ever-ending story. It just keeps going on and on and on and on and on. Now, mm. your spirit, on the other hand, your spirit, depending on lifetime to lifetime to lifetime, that is infused with the work that you've done. It's infused with those things you have awakened inside of yourself. They're infused. Your spirit is infused with your personality, challenges, all of this good, good stuff. Your family, like it has a little bit of everything. It's almost like a goulash, you know, or a good gumbo. It's like everything. Mm. They they would talk about prego and they would say, it's in there. It's prego. It's in there. So that's, that's kind of how... Once you get ready to leave, now here on the planet, these things are sort of separated in a sense within this body of ours, whether it be physical or energetic, we have them in layers and we understand them from a different perspective. Once you make your transition, all of who you are becomes infused in that spirit. 
right? Because it's not mm-hmm. taking your body with you. So your aura gets in there. Your memories go in there. You know, um, your feelings and emotions go in there. Things you've learned went in there. You know, things you've activated go in there. Challenges, all of that goes in there. And that part of you, that residue, that resident, stays close to planet Earth. Mm-hmm. So we're going to put the spirit in a separate room. Now the soul, remember the soul sees it as one everlasting story. So the soul is moving on to a different chapter within the book, the book of life, within the records. But your spirit is still here. And a part of that spirit has an opportunity to communicate with your eternal soul. There is Mm. a communication that still goes on, right? So it's kind of like, so your spirit is here. Your ancestors, let's say your aunt was very, very stubborn, very stubborn. And a lot of her stubbornness, see, because once we, um, what Spirit have shown me is once we've been able to make our life plan and we go through those things, we're able to see how every thought, every action, every frown, every movement has not just impacted us, but how it has gone on to impact others in the world. Mm-hmm. And I imagine how overwhelming that is. So that picture of the Last Supper is really indicative of you going over your life plan saying, oh, you remember that time, let's say you're on who's real stubborn, you remember that time you refused to go to the family reunion and you wanted to have nothing. Well, let me show you what happened to your nephew as a result of you refusing to be a part of that. And a lot of times... Never knew, like, oh my gosh, I never knew. You want to know what happened when you rolled your eyes at that young cashier in the grocery store? You get to see how you rolling your eyes at her after she had came to work and her mother passed away that day, but she had to work because she has to take care of herself. You rolling her eyes as a woman, it's going to show you how that now has impacted her life. You get to see all of that. You get to see the interconnection that we all have with each other. And see, this is where humanity is moving itself back to. Mm -hmm. This is the real meaning of the return of the Christ consciousness. Mm -hmm. It's It's not someone who just does spiritual work 24 hours, seven days a week. It's not someone you see a halo over. It's not someone who's sitting up in a mosque or a church or leading a group or even a radio show. Like all of us is a part of that. So and that's now, why they love that. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. I was just going to let me wrap it up. Y'all know I can run my mouth, right? See? <laughs> <laughs> No, no, this is beautiful. So anyway, you get to see 
how this is impacting. And so here's the thing. So now it's you and your chastity and you're doing your work and your auntie is watching you. And she's learning. She's learning from you. She's like, oh, my goodness. I can see how some of these things that I was doing, that there was another way to do it. That some of the things that I'm struggling with, when I was alive, I see that my niece, my niece has found another way to not struggle with this. So what begins to happen is you can think of it like cryptocurrency. She gets a cha-ching. She gets a little cha-ching on her spirit. Cha-ching. And she gets to go back (laughs) to her life plan and say, here's something else I can add that I learned. And should I incarnate back here on earth or wherever I'm going, I now get to take this with me as a lesson. And also what this does is because each generation that incarnates through the bloodline, the people who usher them in is the ancestors. Why do you think that someone in the family can have a baby? And all of a sudden they say, gosh, you look so much like your aunt Carol. You stand like her. It's no way that you can stand like her because you never were alive when she was alive. Well, Aunt Carol on the other side is the one who trained the baby up, trained the soul up, told the soul about the family they were about to incarnate in, told them about things that she was doing. So the benefit of our ancestors learning things from us is that they don't pass on what some of us are calling family curses because Ooh, we say it again for the folks in the back. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We get to wow. family curses. Of course you didn't think you were doing all of this work just for you and this time you are doing it for generations that were before you and you are doing it for generations that were after you. Mm. Not imposing on their free will, but you are putting more spiritual currencies into their bucket. And this is why every generation, the more these children are being born, they are born so already third eye, their consciousness already open. And a lot of the work was your grandmother who was praying and praying and was a good woman all the children in the neighborhood, uh, the ones that prayed over you. Matter of fact, your grandmother prayed so much that you are free from the bounds of what we call traditional wisdom, and now you're conscious. That's how much your grandmother was praying for you. So this Mm -hmm. is why you don't throw anything away. This is why Mm -hmm. you don't sort of judge. This is why the judging thing is so critical that we have to get out of that mindset as spiritual beings on the planet. So if any one of you are here and you consider yourself to be, I don't know the word, awoke, conscious, aware, woke, <laughs> loving, whatever, you know that there were generations before you 
that put in a whole lot of work so that the bloodline, the family line, can get an understanding. And this particular, because you do know, and we talk about this, Chastity, I know you know, I know y'all know, that we choose (laughs) families that we are going to incarnate in for the things that we need to do. So nobody should have mama issues and nobody should have daddy issues because we have (laughs) chosen these families. It was an agreement. I'm not going to say that it was just you, but your mother and your father and you, all of you on a subconscious level, subconscious. That's why we are the subconscious society. You chose that you would come back and you would work these issues out again. A lot of times, 99.9% of the time. We are reincarnating with the same damn people. Same people. <laughs> so oh everybody was here. We'd have been together before. I don't know. Maybe we were in Rome. Maybe we were in ancient Egypt. Maybe we were in China, mm. you know, getting it in. Maybe we were in Lemuria. Maybe we were in Atlantis. You know, maybe, you know, we were up in the Alps somewhere fighting. Maybe we were Buddha monks together, but we have all been together together we have all been together do you hear me when I say on some shape form or capacity whether that's the man in the grocery store that all of a sudden you two have an instant connection and he's telling you about your grandkids and y'all are laughing and joking with each other we have been around each other before this is not new This is not new. But we chose to Mm. do things different. So you're in a family right now. I was doing a reading for a sister, and she's like, you know, I'm not connected to my mama. I'm not connected to my daddy. I can't stand my brother. You know, I don't, I feel like I'm I feel like I'm this, and I get it. There are some real human things that happen in this. And really, it turned out in her record that in this life, she's the child. But in a past life, she was the daddy. And those were her Mm -hmm. children. And she did some very, very unthinkable things to her children. And now she gets to come back. It's like we're saying, okay, um, um, Chastity, this time you're going to be the daughter. Okay, Miss Blue, this time, this time you're going to be the sister. And oh, so and so, this time you're going to be the brother. Okay, we're going we're gonna to try it again. We're going to see if we can get it right. We're going we, we to see if we can try to work this thing out. We're going to see if we can get it right. Mm. So do yourself a favor. It's not worth it to hate. To be angry, to be jealous, or even feel disconnected from your family. You're not doing yourself any justice because ultimately this energy gets inside of our physical body, our energetic body, and it blocks, it blocks the life path. So truly, when people come to me and they feel like their family is holding them back, that's a true statement. But only because they have allowed that to become the dominant energy that they are carrying 
inside of their bodies and in their energy. But you know what? I I know. See, this is how I know your oracle because you led me right into the next thing. So, <laughs> okay. I, I, I kid y'all not. I kid y'all not. I, I know I see this a lot in my day to day, and I know you see it. Wait, all of the. Want to address something too? And guess mm, what? Mm-hmm. I want to talk about this. I'm sorry because I've seen the question from Levon. She said, "I used to think I must have been adopted." I saw me and my parents in the mirror and I saw myself three times. But get this, if you were adopted, how about you have an agreement with your birth parents that said you guys would just physically birth me and then you will give me to this other family and now you have a soul contract with them. So even that is divine. Um, Mm. mm Mm-hmm. Like, you don't get to get out of it at all. No, you don't. Like it's, even, it's, if, yeah. even if you were a test tube baby, that was by design. <laughs> you knew you was getting ready to be a test tube baby. You know, Kim and Kanye about to have another test tube baby. All of I that. Not. That baby. <laughs> that baby, she knew. I'm about to come back to Earth because, let's face it, since World War II, we really have not had a lot of bodies available on the planet. And so a lot of souls are trying to reincarnate so that they can go through this school of life. And so they're willing to take kind of body. They like only body you got is somebody black. I'll take it. Only body you got. What? My mama, Kim Kardashian, my daddy, Kanye. And I'm going to have to be a surrogate test tube baby. I'll take it. So I can go ahead and do what I need to do. Only body you got mm. is for me to be in Russia. I'll take it. I'll go ahead and be in Russia. You need me to be in India, China, wherever you need me to be, because souls are attempting to come back. And there's not a lot of bodies on the planet available for them to come back. So they're willing to come in these bodies. Like World War II, I've seen so many people dying and coming right back, right back right back into a body. Sometimes we oh. usually have between three to 400 years of a span between a soul making a conscious decision coming back, but there's not a mm-hmm. lot of body. So some people are, well, I'll add this. Some people are coming back as animals. <laughs> I know you don't want to hear that, but they're coming back as animals. They really are. Yeah. I'm, I'm ready. Yeah, I have a question about that, too. But, like, what made them reincarnate so fast after the war? Well, after the war, what happened is it was the first time on the planet in our consciousness that we've seen during World War One and World War Two, outside of plagues and different things like that that happened in earlier times, that we had lost so many souls on the planet due to violence. And it was mm. something that really wasn't per se written into our code that way. And so this is why anytime someone leaves through violence, it strikes a chord because it's very, very much unnatural to humans to be that way. Now, I will say since that time, because we had a lot of things happen after that. We had slavery, 
um, that was going on all over the world. We had that going on. And so that was another thing. A lot of people left, and um, it wasn't something. We had the Holocaust. So we we experienced things as souls that we kind of was not prepared for to leave. So a lot of souls left unexpectedly because of the violence. And that's why anytime someone is killed through an act of violence, it really sort of strikes a core inside the human spirit into spiritual beings, because we know somehow this is really even unnatural to us. And we must get it together. You see, we must get Mm -hmm. it together. Because that's why it's so it sends ripples when we hear someone is killed it sends ripples not that it makes it easier if someone dies from disease or if they're in an accident but just this act of violence we know that even though there is a divine agreement but leaving this way there is interruptions in our life plans there's interruptions. And 90% of the cases, there is a interruption in that life plan. It's almost like someone saying, Chastity, I know your flight left on not until later, you know, today, but we got a flight you can leave right now. If you hurry, you can make it. So on an unconscious level, there's still decisions being made. But that outlet of how those decisions are being made is what is ultimately impacting the consciousness of those beings on the planet. Wow. That is insane. Wow. Well, that answers my question because I was going to say, like, there's a lot of dysfunction and mental disturbance, like, around. And is that something that's going on, like, you know how they say in uh, psychology, is this nature? Is it nurture? Is it the family? Is it the right. social media? Is it the violence? Like what? What is bringing that to pass? And I and I was going to say, is this a is it a way to break the generational curses? But you explained that already. Yeah. Well, you know, we have a lot of what is known as mental disturbance happening on the planet, and one of the main reasons is because of unfulfilled desires, unfulfilled Mm -hmm. dreams, unfulfilled life paths. That's why. A feeling of being unfulfilled, and part two of that is believing that we are separate, that we are not one, we are not whole. We are not whole. Being unfulfilled will cause a mental disturbance. I'll give it to you on a a, a very easy um, level that we can understand. Mm -hmm. Imagine being hungry. And some of you, this has been a real situation. But imagine not being hungry. This is why so many of our... um, of our celebrities. If you notice, there are certain times in our consciousness where there is a big push for feeding the homeless and the children, particularly those in Africa and third world nations. Yes. 
Mm-hmm. And the reason for that is because when people or children, and you have masses of them, are crying out for help, and they're hungry, or they're in pain, or they're suffering, that frequency and vibration goes out into the atmosphere, and that energy begins to move throughout the air. Hmm. And so what we've become masters of in our time is numbing our emotions. And so we had to learn how to become very numb. And whether that numbness was through putting education in our mind and building up our right hemisphere so everything had to be logical and everything very close to our minds and our brains, or whether that became through um, alcohol, drug addiction, whether that became a distraction through social media, through other obsessions, whatever that was, we began to start numbing our society so that we could not feel the subtle vibrations that we could not explain how we could go to bed so happy and wake up so sad. And that sadness may not be coming from you. It may not be coming from anyone in your city, in your town, but it may be coming from someone from a far, far, far away land that is suffering. And you're making a conscious decision to numb yourself against it, to not hear it, to ignore it, to see that does Mm. it not And so this process of us doing this has now bed a whole sort of underground society of individuals who are disturbed because they could not find a way to numb this energy. They could not find a way to make it go away. And so it's like having something hurts you, a splinter in your finger, but you can't find it. And so this pain becomes greater and greater and greater and greater until now you want to take the pain and you want to remove it from yourself. And often, but in a sad way, many have chosen, if I'm feeling pain, you too will feel the same pain that I'm feeling that everyone has chosen to ignore. And so right now in America and around the world, the greatest pain that's being felt on the planet has to do with the melanin people who a lot of here in America have chosen to numb, to find a way to numb the pain. And we know if any of you have ever taken painkillers, you know they only last for so long and you can only take so many 
before you become an addict. So and me, also, let me yeah. ask you this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I can go <laughs> on about being an addict. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> yes. Is why? this why? Wait a minute. Why am I getting this echo? Okay, so is this why the numbing of the situations with the African-American community that were so prevalent, not to mention that we had our own uh, drug crisis in the eight, is this why it's flipped and why we now have an opioid crisis with like the exact opposite community? Is this? Yeah. Well, you know, I, I would say this, that so many of us, and there were many before our generations here, that put down a lot of work and a lot of foundations. Some of their names we don't know. Some of their names we do It sure is. <laughs> I love it. Ashe to the ancestors. Yes, it's the blinking and going off. Okay, okay. <laughs> so it's a lot of. You know, it's a lot of foundational work that have been put down. And foundational work that has been put down for us is now allowing us to oh, it's too loud. Wow, what is this? <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot. Let me, um, yeah, it's a lot of um, foundational work that has been put down. And this foundational work that has been put down is now allowing us the opportunity to wake up to a different reality. And for others who are choosing to wake up, to wake up to a new reality as well, too. And it's something that Mm. we're all, you know, really, really be able to come together on and to be able to do things differently. And ultimately, that's what we're being forced to do here on the planet. We have to begin to start looking at our lives, looking at ourselves, and to rethink the way that we are doing things. And really, to be able to do them from a place of love. We've been taught to go into love, but we haven't really fostered the energy of being love. We've been taught that love is something outside of ourselves. And if we're lucky, we can experience love. Love will come to us. Someone will give you love. We could fight for love. You know, we could hold on to love, but we haven't really entertained the thought at a soul level that we are love. And that's very different when you're operating from that place. And that's what Planet Remix is about, is to bring you back to love so you can understand that that's all you ever were and that's all you're, all, you're going to be, is love. That's it. Oh. Because it gives you access to different information. It gives you access to different vibration. It gives you access to different magic. It gives you access to transformation because the only thing that can transform this world is creativity that comes from love, not from the mind, not from an Instagram post, not from a pod, (laughs) 
not from what someone else is doing. It can only come from love. Yeah. So, so that's really interesting. You said that if they couldn't numb it, but we don't want to numb the pain of others, right? We want to find a way to transform what it is that we're feeling. So how would we go about stopping the numbing process so that it it doesn't get overwhelming? Yeah. Well, you know, number one, it's nothing wrong with feelings. We've been taught and, and you know, that right. was sort of once I came into consciousness, that was my biggest thing. I felt like you know, and I'm glad so many of you have joined me in this, is that we had to rethink what we knew about emotions. Emotions mm-hmm. are not to be numb. Emotions are not to be stopped. Emotions are not to be shut down. It's a natural part of who we are. It's almost like trying to stop free-flowing water in nature. You can't do it. And if you do, it won't stop for long. Emotions are supposed to flow through you. It's a part of our operating system. Those of you who went to the workshop myself and Brother Bilal did, it's a part of yeah. project. You can stop emotions. But just like emotions and your mind, it has a place. It is not supposed to lead and guide you, but it has its Place within you. All emotions has its place within you because our emotions are here to teach you something. The problem mm. with it is when we feel something we don't want to feel, we feel that the person that needs to pay is who made us feel the emotion and not understanding what it's awakening inside of us. So that's the real wow. issue. Wow, that's ooh, that was a mouthful. That was incredible. incredible. I, I think we got a little bit more than we. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> wow, that is. I mean, that blows yeah. my mind. So, <clears throat> the mental disturbance is from the attempt to numb or not be able to. So that brings me to to my next question because we're talking about all these entities that surround us, and I know you mentioned at one point that there was we were kind of in the midst of a galactic war, like the the planets and everything yeah. up there was kind of having a situation. So how is that affecting us, or are we affecting it? Mm-hmm. Well, the planets aren't in at war, but there is a war going on. And I want to tell you something. I know myself and Brother Bilal will come on and we're going to kind of break this down a little bit more. But just to give you guys this, this is one of the reasons why the Healing Project Workshop was so significant. And so, again, I just want to thank all of you who were there. But a big part of what we're coming to war with is we're coming to war with our own words and our own thoughts. And they're coming back for us. With the vengeance. That's what we're at war with. And so the war is starting or has already begun. World War III has begun because it has frequencies and energy that is attached with it. 
And this is how all kinds of things are being manipulated in our society. So when our dear brother said, the world will not be televised, he was correct, Jill Scott Heron, because the war is a frequency war. And at certain times of the day, at the top of the hour, at the half hour, at the quarter hour, what is that? Half hour, half hour, and the quarter hour, mm-hmm. and at the top of the hour, there are frequencies, low frequencies, being released into the atmosphere. Those frequencies have a tracking device on them that they literally wow. find a match for your thoughts. And they're sending those frequencies. Those frequencies are finding you because it was your thoughts. They were just low thoughts. And they are attacking our organs in our body. If you look around, you will see so many people dealing with heart issues, with issues Uh. of the heart. With issues of the blood. With issues, you know, our heart is the largest receiving organ on our body. And this is where we hold our love. This is where we hold our thoughts, because they're not all love. Our reverence, this is why the heart has chambers for everything on the planet. It's the largest receiving and giving portal on the physical body. And when these frequencies are coming in, they are attacking the heart. They are attacking the blood. They are attacking the brain. The brain. The mental disturbance. We've got to become healthy. Mind, body, and spirit. Mm. And many of us, for the last 5, 10, 15 years, we've been working on our spiritual growth through our mental mind. And our bodies have not caught up to where our spirit has evolved or even our mind. And so as soon as anything hits that body, it's at a weakened state, and it can't handle it, and it's attacking us through all of our organs. And so we Mm. must protect our organs. We have to. Mm. It's critical that we begin to take our physical health just as critical, and I've had to bump that up. Because, you know, I've always pride myself on I can do what I want to do (laughs) and still float through the cosmos. (laughs) And my body said, not so much last year. Not so much, chick. Not so much. And so it's about us really learning 
how to listen to our bodies, and that's going to be different for every single one of us. I'm not here to tell anyone that everyone, you be a vegan, you be a vegan, you become a vegan, you become, I'm not here to tell you that. Everybody's vegan. Yes, But I am here to tell you that you need to begin to start listening to your body. Yeah. You need to begin to start taking what you put inside your mouth as serious as what you begin to start showing or exposing your eyes to and what you expose your Mm. ears to and what you give your heart to and where your ass is taking your energy to. You better make sure that you do, you do a whole 360 on all of them different areas. So mm. that little cliche thing about hear no evil, see no evil, see speak no, no evil. <laughs> the little monkeys. Well, the monkeys was trying to tell us that these are critical points of where energy begins to start coming into the body that is impacting us. The eyes itself takes in millions upon millions upon millions of psychic impressions. Priestess know our most powerful thing that we have is our eyes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And contrary to popular belief, you have more than just your third eye and your physical eyes. Your brain has eyes too. Some of the same cells that are uh, found inside your physical eyes are found inside your brain. So if you think you Mm. can lay there with your eyes closed and moan and you're not affecting your eyes, you better think again. (laughs) I'm just saying, you better think again because your brain has eyes. Oh my gosh! Your brain, no. <laughs> yeah, your brain, your brain has eyes, and for us, your solar plex. That's why I have a a crystal in my solar plex right now. This mm-hmm. is where you carry. You know, I I, I want to touch on this. I know, I know, we're on a roll. I'm trying to get all your questions. Answer as as, as I can do. I promise you guys. Oh, this is wonderful. But your solar plexus is so important because the solar plexus is where you hold your love for yourself at. Mm, This is you. The love for yourself. Yeah. All you, your solar plexus. It's so critical do you know that when you walk in a room and there are other people in the room if you ever notice if you've ever been in a ballroom if you've ever walked into um, anywhere that has a large entranceway whether it be a bank whether it be a hotel lobby, whether it be a restaurant or um, a car dealership, you will notice in the center of the room there will be this huge light. Have you ever noticed that? Like there is mm-hmm. either something on the physical floor or there is something on the physical ceiling. 
in the center. Have you noticed that? Yes, like I want a chandelier you, or something like that. And even in most homes, when you come in through the entranceway, there will be a light right there in the center. I want you to now start seeing that light as a solar plex. And when you walk your behind into a place, I want you to see your solar plex starting to shoot all your energy out to the center of that room. And anyone, anyone can come, scoop up as much as they need. Scoop, let me get some of that light. Let me get, let me go ahead and get some of that light and get some of that light. Get some of that light. That's why sometimes you will see monks and you will see those from India. They will cross their hands over their solar plexus to hold their energy in. Because what else is also in that region? That's sexual energy. And so right now, we have told you guys to protect the children. Yes. Particularly those between the ages of 7 and 13. Because mm-hmm. their solar plex light, it, this is when their light begins to start highlighting. And unfortunately, we have a lot of mentally disturbed people on the planet. And they see these lights coming from children and they can't discern that this is a child light and not sexual energy. This is why oh. in countries like Africa and India, you will see them when a child reaches this age, they will either put cotton or copper inside to cover their navel, their belly button, yeah. or they will draw sigils around this particular area so that they can hold the child's energy close to their physical body. So if, if I may, I, this mm-hmm. brings me to another question. And because I do work with young people, uh, something that uh, myself and a couple of others of us have noticed, especially with the young girls, these midriff tops are everywhere. Mm-hmm. And it's extremely difficult to get the young ladies to not wear them to school. And so they'll put a jacket over them and then remove them as soon as nobody is looking. And I'm like, listen. I get it. You got a six-inch waist, but we got to cover this stomach up, sweetheart. Like we, we can't have you walking around just yeah. with a bare stomach. And so, and for, for parents out there, mm-hmm. no, no, no. Go ahead. The question. I'm, I'm, I'm listening. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it's so much. It's so good. It's so good. I'm wondering, especially for those of us who are in the subconscious. Like, is there a crystal that you could put in your girl's um, belly, and even in the boys, because we don't watch them as, as closely as we should either. And can we encourage them to cover that area up, regardless of what fashion may entail? Mm-hmm. Well, here's two things. Number one, isn't it a sad society that we cannot have our children feel free to express who they are because we have so many corrupt minds out there Mm -hmm. that will misinterpret their own self-expression. 
I think versus because most young people are not going to want you to do that, to put no crystal in their belly button. No, they're not going to want to do that. Um, But here's what you can do. Awareness is the first step towards higher action. And we can make them aware, particularly our girls, of their bodies. Because really, we as the feminine, we're the ones who really sort of drive this energy in our society. Now, sisters, don't come for me. But all of these perverted (laughs) all of this craziness is really coming from us as sisters not heightening Mm -hmm. awareness for ourselves and really passing on this awareness to our children. And so Mm -hmm. many of us as women, we don't have the proper awareness of what sexual energy is and how to use it. It is so distorted and warped in our mind that that energy is held throughout with children. But Mm -hmm. I would just if you have a young child about how precious her body is and what a gift it is and the energy that she holds within herself. And this is what I did for my daughter, as well as also explain this to my son, but mainly to my daughter so that she could understand the power within herself. See, when we start talking about self esteem. Self-esteem has nothing to do with how you fix your hair and what you do on Friday night and what kind of foods you eat. Now, all of that really plays a role in self-esteem. But when I'm interested in finding out about what real self-esteem is and do you have a healthy sense of self-esteem, it is about what do you really think of you? That's Mm -hmm. a healthy self-esteem. See, you don't get to tell me that because you take good care of your physical body and you eat good food and you meditate three times a day uh, and you clean your house, that you have self-esteem. That has really little, if not nothing, to do with self-esteem. Self-esteem is that conversation you are having with you. Mm -hmm. How healthy for men and women Is that conversation? Is it one that is taunting? Is it one Mm -hmm. that is of judgment? Is it one of criticism? Is it one of never being enough? Is it one that is in a constant search of love? Is it one that is willing to do anything for attention? Is it one of sorrow and pain? Is it one of anger and jealousy? Because that is your self-esteem. And that's what you're feeding. It doesn't care what you eat because your self-esteem is able to transmute that into what it really is. That reminds me of your audio workbook where you take us through like 
your your butt naked time and how to um, right. silence the inner player hater. And there's all these exercises to kind of work you through how to deal with that inner voice that is constantly having that self-talk with you. That's right. That's yeah. right. That, that's, that's why it's important to be able to have a conversation with yourself. It's important mm. to know how to call in the divine. It's important to know how to connect with the universe, with God, the oneness. It's important that you understand that you have a internal support system as well as a external support system. That's the importance. For adults, if you want to put a crystal in there and charge it up, I say find the one that speaks to you. Charge it up and put it in there. That's going to help to keep that solar plex energy very close to you. So the only Mm -hmm. projection that it is going to give out is one that you're doing consciously and not something that's coming from a childhood wound or you in search of daddy or zaddy, whatever y'all choose to call them this day. Or brother. Or, you know, whatever you choose to be in search of, that it's out there, you know, on the down low, looking for something that you're not consciously aware of and that you're drawing to you. Yeah. That's powerful. So um, I know a lot of people are asking, like, what are some um, good crystals that are, like, for this season, for this time that they could use? Really, you know, our crystals are going through an evolutionary change. And soon I will be doing um, something on crystals real soon. Yay! Right now, one of the best crystals that you can get, because I think that everyone should be very comfortable working with this crystal, which is the clear quartz crystal. And the reason I quartz crystal because a clear quartz crystal is almost like wearing an Apple watch or a Fitbit watch. Anybody have an Apple watch or a Fitbit watch? You know that when you first wear it, they tell you don't do anything you ain't been doing. Do exactly what you've been doing. Don't change anything. If you've been going to bed at 2 in the morning, go to bed at 2. If you've been sitting on the couch all day, sit on the couch all day. Like, don't change nothing for at least a week. And the reason they don't want you to change anything is because you won't be able to see your progress if you start acting. (laughs) If you all (laughs) throw your little Apple watch on and you get up at 530 in the morning and start hitting the track and running around the park or going to the gym, you acting. Because you know by the end mm-hmm. of the week, that up, right? So it wants you to continuously do what you normally would do. And then after mm. that, begin to start incorporating what changes you want to make. Well, I want you to begin to think of a clear quartz crystal as doing this same thing. 
See, because the clear quartz crystal works just like a diamond, just like a Herkima diamond. It doesn't judge. Whatever you're thinking, whatever you're feeling, it's going to amplify it. It's not going to transmute it. It's not going to tap you on your butt and say, hey, you might want to put a smile on your face. It's not going to do any of that. It's going to say, you woke up like this, and we're going to project this as far as we can out into the atmosphere. And everyone who came in contact with you, if you got a little stanky attitude, if you're a little grumpy, frumpy, it's going to project that. And you need to be Mm. able to see yourself for where you are if you're working with the crystal. So don't change anything. Keep it there. It's going to put a big mirror in front of you. Yeah. It's going to give you a mirror. And just do that for a couple of days. And make sure that you pull out your journal or your Love Me book and you start making notes about what is going on. Because you need to begin to start bringing your awareness that your thoughts are creating things. And energy goes where thought flows. And you will notice... Brothers, the clear quartz crystal, you don't have to put the clear quartz crystal in your belly button. You can put it inside your sock if you wear socks. Uh, You can put it inside your pants pocket. You can drop it inside your brief. You know, you can put it, you know, just just so it's close to you. But you want to get a small Mm -hmm. one, and you can put it in your belly button if you want to, for brothers as well, too. And then you want to start making sure that you are present. Because there is a gift that we get access to when we are physically present in the moment. Not thinking mm. about what's 12 hours from now, not too far in the future, but right here in the present. And watch how your energy starts to instantly, you'll be able to ride it like a cosmic wave. If a thought comes mm. in, yes. you're upset. Instantly, as soon as you shift to something else, you will see that that energy, you'll be trying to catch them waves because you'll be in a whole nother frequency. You'll be able to shift your energy just like shifting gears in a brand new Porsche. It'll be nice and smooth. It'll be a smooth <laughs> ride. I had to throw that in there. I just seen a, a, whew, a seen Porsche, it. y'all. Yeah, in a Porsche. <laughs> <laughs> Yep, without even moving. Yep. (laughs) I love it. I hope y'all got, I told you, bring your paper and pen, a paper and pencil to pull out your notes and your phone or something. It's so many goodies here, but, you know, if you 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 can always go back, download, download, download. Well, I thank you, Chastity. You're doing an amazing job with the questions. And... It's it's sort of like this is our world, Planet Remix, and everyone who's inside the Blue Room, you guys with your energy, it's like we have this, you know, alchemy going on. It's not just me, you know. I often say Planet Remix is a place, it's, it's, it's not about me, it's definitely bigger than me, bigger than me, bigger than Brother Bilal, you know. Planet Remix doesn't belong to one person. Planet Remix belongs to everyone who comes here because mm-hmm. each 
single one of you who come here, you leave a piece of you here. You give us a piece of you. And so an infusion, this is what a cosmic explosion feels like, what it looks like, what it acts like, you know, what it do. This is the cosmic explosion. Speak of magic. This is what magic is. So this Planet Remix, it doesn't belong to one person. It belongs it belongs to everybody who comes to here. All of us. That's right, yeah. because you got part of you here. Whether you were a guest, whether you called into the show, whether you're listening, even after in the downloads, whether you're seen or unseen, it's a part of you. It's a part of you too. Yeah, and shout I, out to the seen and the unseen. That's right. I love it. I love it. <laughs> but great questions, Chastity. I get to sit back, you guys. I got my legs crossed. I got my violet teeth. <laughs> it's real good around I'm here. It's, you, this has put me in a real chill mood. I don't know about the rest of y'all, but it's like, you know, I don't know, like a beach or something. Like you just on the wave. Like, we, oh, this is amazing. <laughs> yeah, we definitely have to do this with Brother Bilal, too. We definitely got to oh, bring him. Yeah. I think that'll be really good. And have, have you interview him as well, too. Yes, I think that's good. <laughs> he's going to have you cracking up, though. Brother Bilal, you know, he has them out there jokes that come oh, out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Yes, I'm I laughing. Love you know, it. Right now. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. But I got to ask this one. I got to ask this one. I always want to ask. Yeah, um, yeah. Y'all, I'll just, I'll be transparent. At one point, I, I had a family emergency. And I was like, Miss Blue, like, I got this emergency. It came out of nowhere. And just, I mean, y'all, just as smooth. She was like, okay, I'm going to need you to get the energy of Metatron. And, da, 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 da. and she just rolled it out. I was like, done. And I rolled with it. And it was amazing. So we don't often get to talk about angels. Um, mm. So I, I like how do these angels? We have ancestors. We have spirit guides. Like we have so many unseen things around us. Where do the angels come in? And you know, I got to get a shout out to my grandma because she was yeah. all about the, the Christianity energy, and I, that that's a big part of who I am. So. How do these right. angels come around, and how do they work with us? Wow. Well, you know, angels are a beautiful thing, um, and and they're a very powerful pantheon. And contrary to popular belief, angels don't belong to Christianity. Like, they don't own yeah. angels. Yeah. You know, <laughs> plain angels, you know what I mean? You know how we do, sometimes we claim some shit that really ain't ours. You know, that's, that's <laughs> what they did to angels. They claimed them. They was like, oh, angels, angels, they belong to us. You know. They got um, <laughs> Right, right. They got gentrified, and they took over the angels. But the angels work in a very unique way because angels have not lived on the planet. They have not. They are truly mm. a higher vibrational being. That is under the operation of universal laws. 
That's what they work with. Angels work with universal laws. They do. Mm-hmm. And everything mm-hmm. that you can begin to start reading, whether you're reading inside the Bible, the Quran, or whatever, you'll be able to see that. That this is how angels work. They work on universal laws. Now, that's for those of you who understand angels as angels. Because angels will ultimately, and I know you guys know we did a show on this years and years ago. Check the receipts. Angels, <laughs> another angle. That's what they do. Mm-hmm. That's they're angels. They give you a different angle so that you can see things. Mm-hmm. Often, angels are associated with miracles. They're associated with miracles because you often are in a critical situation. And an angel will appear out of light. Well, the light that the angel is appearing out of is your own divine consciousness that is connecting with the energy of the Most High. You are in your purest state sometimes when we are in that moment of fight or flight. If we could just hold still for just a second, we will catch the light and we will see an angel. Think about the stories of people saying, this was going on, and I seen the dresser falling, and out of nowhere, an angel appeared. <laughs> Think mm, about it. Yeah. So they used to happen on that show too, touched by angel. Right, touched by angel, and that's why we see that that way. So a lot of people identify this particular energy now. I will say that there is a spiritual aspect or a spiritual essence to angels and how they show up. They are not just angles within your consciousness. Some people translate that based on their life code, just like some people on the planet see the earth as round and other people believe the earth is flat. This has to do with our past lives and how we came into this dimension. And so the real answer is we are both right. If you see the earth as flat, you are correct. Because this is probably how you reincarnated on earth and when you were at earth at a particular time. If you see the earth as round, then this has to do with how you reincarnated here on the planet and when you came mm. in earth and those residents is still with you it's not about battling out whether the earth is round or flat because the only one that will know what the earth is is you it's you that's the only one that knows mm. is you <laughs> we have to We have to stop doing sort of the angel because, you know, often when the angels show up, you know who got to come next, right, Chastity? You know the devil got to come next. If you got angels, Mm -hmm. you got devil. You understand? So Mm -hmm. when we start getting into these subgroups 
or we start getting into um, sort of these dimensions, there are things that live in this dimension. And I'm not here to say, nor Planet Remix, to argue with anyone about what dimension you choose to live on. You get to do that. You get to see that dimension. You get to be in that dimension and see it that way. But a lot of us are translating these angles, these angels as entities. And we can see them there based on our life path, based on the work that we're doing, based on the things that we've been doing. Mm-hmm. We'll see um, 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 what's the archangel, what's her name? Uh, Uriel, uh, uh, not Uriel, um, Ariel. Some people see Ariel as a as a male. Ariel is a is a woman. Is a fem is a woman. Some people say angels are un- androgynous, like they have no sex or they have no sort of distinction between male and female. Okay, you get to be that, and you get to have that if that's what you choose. Mm-hmm. You get to do that. You get to do that. I'm not going to argue with you. At all. (laughs) I argue. (laughs) Planet Earth has been here so long. And if you think, if you are just so arrogant to think that everything that you learned and everything that you know has only started with this incarnation, then you're sadly mistaken. And so we've lived many, many different past lives, and we've done many, many different things. And some of those things are here, and some of those things are outside of this realm where your mind cannot even go. I have been to places where your mind cannot go. There is not a language. There is not a understanding. There is not a transmutation for you to even come back and talk. When I come back and I try to talk about being on the other side of the Milky Way, this is what what you hear <laughs> because we don't even have the intellectual understanding to put it in words mm. we don't mm. there yeah, is nothing there is nothing to say about it but I'll tell you one thing for sure oh that action comes out you know when you didn't travel to a faraway place. It's not the fantastic story that's going to get you moving. It's what happens afterwards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. Ooh, that was good. That was good. Okay, so I have to ask this. We yes. spend a lot of time on technology of some kind. Email, social media, something. How can we cleanse and do some funky feng shui with our technological space, like we do with our physical space, and like we take care of our physical body and our, you know, it's all together. So how do we clean up our technological space? Well, I'll say this. I'm not mad at technology. I love it. In fact, what we think is new technology (laughs) is ancient technology. 
Just like when we go back to our ancestors in ancient Kemet and in Egypt or whatever you choose to say, they had tablets. They were writing on tablets. They had stylus. They had stylus before we knew what stylus was. Mm-hmm. They were able to have airplanes before we knew airplanes. They had um, wireless Earbuds uh, before they had pyramids that were solar systems on Earth. I digress right there. I digress. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about that. But they had all of this technology in a much more sophisticated way than we could ever begin to understand. Here's the thing about technology. Technology is just like energy. In fact, that's why all technology is greatly dependent upon energy. Mm-hmm. If you don't have energy, it's going to be very hard to increase or use the technology that we have. It's dependent upon a crystal. Our whole planet, planet Earth, at the core, at the center, it's a huge, huge crystal. Some years ago, we did a spirit quest, and we talked mm-hmm. about it. I remember that. There oh, is yeah. a crystal in the middle of Earth, as there is a crystal in the middle of our sun. So, the best way to clear your technology is to keep yourself cleared because you have crystals in you. You have crystals in your brain. You have crystals in your ears. You even, scientists are even finding crystals in your heart. Sisters, we have crystals inside of our yonis. Brothers have crystals inside their testicles. We have crystals in our organs. We have crystals in our bodies that science have not even begun to discover. They're learning. They're trying to figure out, and they're just on the cutting edge of understanding that this is how the brain and the heart can live outside the body. It is living outside the body because that grid, that crystalline grid that is making everything in the cosmos, in the universe, float, levitate, move, it's because these crystals are communicating with each other. Wait, hold on. We have crystals in our hearts. Yeah. I am what? You have a crystal in your heart. You have a crystal in your heart. And this is why with these frequencies coming in, it's important that we do this work and keep ourselves, protect our organs because our organs are attuned to frequencies. And if someone is out there messing with that frequency, this is how your heart computations start. This is how your heart rhythm gets out of sync. This is how your brain rhythm starts to get out of sync because of these crystals. So that makes me ask like, 
even when you have a baby and you're humming to it, you're tuning those crystals, right? Like in in the body. Well, actually, you know what I'm saying? yeah. Well, I, I guess you can look at it that way. I won't say no. Um, someone's asking, do doctors know about this? I would say 1% of the doctors on the planet knows this. But the information mm-hmm. that I give you, I promise you this is coming straight from spirit. It can be tried and tested. And I guarantee you soon they will come out and they're going to tell the world that you have crystals. They already know we have crystals in our brains. We have crystals in our ears. We have crystals in our eyes, people. We have, come mm-hmm. on. We have crystals in our eyes, but we have crystals in our hearts, crystals in every organ on our body. There is crystal residue. There is dust, star dust on our skin because our skin is the largest organ on our body. It's a magnet. Its job is to pull in star dust. Um, I want to digress to this, Chastity, but keep me on track. I know you said we got to come up with a name. We got to think about what we are in the blue room. We are all stars. We are stars. Let me tell you why I came up with stars. And you guys can tell me how you feel about this. We are all stars. (laughs) And here's the key. If you are here and you are a part of Planet Remix, you are a star, but not to be confused. You are stars that are dropping star seeds. Everything that you are planting here on Earth is growing. Your thoughts, your feelings, your emotion, your work. So we are the stars who are giving birth to star seeds. And these seeds is what is combining with everything that we know to be this experience here on planet Earth and beyond. And our ancestors, yeah, this is how they built the Nile River in the Nile. We are stars. They built the Nile, the physical Nile, and then the Milky Way became the Nile River in the celestial skies. So we are stars, and we are producing star seeds. So we're not star seeds. We are the stars. If you are here, you are the star, not the star seed. Mm. Star. Yeah. And isn't yeah. that funny because that's what everybody wants. Like my 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 kiddos tell me all the time, it's gonna I would never be no teacher. I'm fixing to be a star. <laughs> well, needless to they know it's the inner calling inside of all of us. Yeah. Inner calling for those who hear the call that we are star we're we're the real stars. We're the stars. And what we do is (laughs) impacting the star seeds on the planet. Mm. Mm, The star seeds is what we plant. I love that. That that makes us have to stay on that high vibration even more. That's right. 
even more that's, that's to know right. that you have water and crystals in your in your body like that. That is amazing. So mm, under- that's amazing. Understand that our sun is a star. And that's why we are stars. And we got all of that from cleansing social media. Do y'all see this magic in, in action? I cannot. I didn't even get to that. Handle but, it. You know, it, it, it's a couple of ways that you can cleanse social media. And I thought that was how we. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that is it. We got to start with ourselves. We really do. Um, I'm not a big fan of telling people to limit social media because for no, some people. No, no, no. They have to have social media, but you have to ask yourself, it's like energy. You can use it for a higher vibration or for disturbance. So it Mm -hmm. still comes back to the responsibility of you. Are you creating magic? Are you making a greater individual commitment with social media? Are you doing that? Are you making a greater individual commitment with it? Or are you using it for some of these old paradigm ways? Are you using it to bully people behind the keyboard? Are you using it just so you can flex up? Are you using it so that you can just view out your pain? What are you using it for? You know? I love that. And then with the smartphones, like you and I have talked about this, like if you following a bunch of beautiful things, that that's will right. increase. If you're following that's a right. bunch of mess, that's going to increase too. Right. It's going to tell you what you've been tuning into. That's mm. right. It will let you know. And so, you know, uh, we we have this thing about frequencies and energies. And, of course, you know, there's been a lot of brothers and sisters on the path that, have really helped to educate us about these geometric path frequencies coming in, these EMFs, you know, these uh, frequencies. So there are filters and things that you can begin to start doing so that you can lessen so much of this energy coming in. Because make no mistake, mm-hmm. you are tuned into Planet Remix right now. You are in a whole nother dimension. You're in a portal. You understand and this portal is built on love. You understand? You mm-hmm. set yourself up trying to stay somewhere you don't want to be. So I know that anyone who listened, and by the way, I think our, we're up to 8 million plus, you want to be here bad. And we want you to be here because you are part of the soul tribe. Because it's like forcing yourself into into, you know how you, you see the salmon trying to go? We get the frequencies again. You see the salmon trying to go upstream, fight its way upstream? Mm-hmm. And so many of them don't make it. Being somewhere, whether it's in the physical or whether it's on the Internet, being somewhere that you don't want to be is like you trying to be a salmon swimming upstream. That's going to take a big toll on your body. That's going to take a big bite. That's a struggle. 
that's a struggle, and not many make it. And when they do, they so wore out by the time they get to where they want to be, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. Yeah. I love that. I love that. So we are the stars. Y'all are that the stars. That also brings me <laughs> to to something I've heard you speak on here in recent I want to say weeks of recent shows, and that's about the spirit attachment. Like how these spirits, these different spirits, are attaching themselves to our energy, and 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 why all of this is happening so much now. Okay. Wow. Okay. That's a big one. All right. Let me. <laughs> all right, Chastity. Let me try to unpack that one. Um. Okay. Hold on, um, a man talking. <laughs> yeah, somebody said they heard somebody talking. I don't know. I don't know. She's picking up through the frequencies. So, you know, it's possible. It's definitely possible. Um, <laughs> she, said she, heard, she said, did y'all hear that man talking? I, I didn't hear him. What'd he say? What'd he say? What'd he say? What'd he say? <laughs> Please, what he say? Um, I don't know. I don't know what she said. Um, okay, we mm-hmm. we digress. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it was said, but okay. So, so one of the things, one of the major things that's happening, like right now. Um, we have this beautiful energy of the new moon that's coming up. And uh, it, it's always a great opportunity when the blue moon, it's not a blue moon, but when the new moon is coming up and we're able to release some things, we're able to move forward and perhaps maybe areas of our lives where we've been stuck or, you know, um, trying to change different habits. You know, the moon is a great reflection and it is, it is a great opportunity for us to um, do some amazing reflective work. Well, what's been going on, I would say, it's been a while now for maybe a year or so now. The Earth's magnetic field that energy has been going up and that energy has been going down. So in essence, the veil that is sort of between Earth's atmosphere has been going up and going down. When that energy is up and down, what happened is a lot of the dimensions, doorways are open. And so a lot of spirits are really in an attempt to try to learn more things about themselves as they continue on their journey. And so it's not the same. And Chastity, I hope you're still here with me because I don't hear you at all now. I'm here. Okay. So, uh, all right, all right. Just checking, you know, we can work out. But what happens is sometimes it's not that spirits are stuck here. 
because that doorway spirits are not like we used to hear in the 70s and 80s. Very few spirits get stuck here. No one's stuck here. But what they are trying to do is really figure out things in their life before they actually go to the place where they want to sit down and have the final life review. So they're opting mm-hmm. to learn some things from those of us in the physical before they get to that point. So it's kind of like if you're in college and you're about to take a final exam and you texting everybody in your class talking about, y'all want to link up? Y'all want to link up and study together? <laughs> test? Can we all get together? Can we all meet at the library? You know, I've learned this from my daughter. She's in her last year of college. She just got a little bit to go. And she's like, yeah, yeah, I got to link up yeah. tonight. We're going to do a study group. We're going to do a mock test. We're going to run through. Well, that's what spirits are doing. Before they go and sit down for their life review, they're looking at things saying, hmm, it's a couple of things I, I really wanted to learn and to get done. Let me see if I can do that before I leave. So here you are, a person, let's say, that maybe you're suffering from a broken heart and you're sad. But they can see your light. See, that's the beauty about being multidimensional. It doesn't mean that you're a multidimensional and all of a sudden you got everything figured out in your life and you are Mr. or Mrs. Know-it-all and you got the answers to the quiz and you don't have no bad days and everything is wonderful. That's not what it's about at all. Because we are all a work in progress. We are constantly learning and growing. And that's why we do it together here on Planet Remix. Well, that spirit sees you. And it goes, wait a minute. Hold on. (laughs) She has a broken heart. I had a broken heart. Let me, let me, let me go get with her. And maybe because I can see all of this light around her. Oh, she has to know something about this broken heart that I don't know so I can get a better understanding with this. So I'm not carrying this with me. So they start Mm. hanging around. This is very, very different from a spirit haunting you. Different. If we have Mm -hmm. kind of rip and tears in our auras, spirits will come around too. If you're lonely and you stay in that space of loneliness, spirits will come around you too. Oh. And so this is this is how this works. So this spirit is hanging out with you because the spirit is thinking, oh, my goodness, you know something about a broken heart, and I'm really putting all my bets on you that you figure this out for the both of us. But in the meantime, (laughs) if you're not working on that, then you're going to feel an extra heaviness with this this heartache. And they're going to... And they may be telling you their story. Well, maybe they need some help. Let me tell you what my heartache was about. And it's a little different than your heartache. Maybe that'll help you. Like, I don't know. Like, can you figure it out? But this really only happens 
the spirits who have been doing a lot of work. No one's coming to you if you're asleep. <laughs> we know, and chances are, not only do you not figure it out, you don't want to figure it out. You know, that's that's something you different. Sleep. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you that's. that's is a very, very interesting time for us on the planet because even as we speak now, what has happened is that that energy of Christ consciousness is here. It's already back on the planet, but again, it's not one person. Everyone's looking for the Messiah. They're looking for the one person. It's not one person. This is a consciousness that many of us have to figure out how do I get into the Christ consciousness for real? See, we've been playing mm-hmm. with it. We've been allowed to explore this Christ consciousness for a long time. We've been opening up our our, our crown chakra. We've been clearing our heart. <laughs> oh, our third eye is so wide open. But see, Christ is here now, that Christ consciousness, which don't belong to Jesus, but that Christ consciousness <laughs> is here. And so now the real test is can you step in it for real? Can mm. you live inside the Christ consciousness? Can you live in it? Or were you just acting? Is it just the game to you? Is it just the new sexy for right now? Or is it only good on Fridays and Sundays when the remix is on? Is it only good when you're around your man or your woman? Is it only good when you're around your friends you're trying to impress? Can you only connect with it when you're trying to drop some hot shit? You know? (laughs) Are you able to activate that Christ consciousness body? And I've got tons of emails from people who say they see their body all in. And you turning completely gold from head to feet. Now, that's a good indication that you are working your way towards Christ consciousness, but it's also confirmation you are not there. Because once you become solid goal, you have transcended your physical body, just like Buddha and just like all the others. When the goldenness hits your ass for real, I know that I am talking to your spirit on the other side. So again, it's an opportunity for us to tap into some real spiritual magic. And I know that's why I love Planet Remix and I love you guys. Because Mm so many of the information coming through, you guys are bringing it to us. You're bringing it through us, through your dreams, 
You're giving it to us when we have one-on-one readings with you, through your emails, when you call into the show. And what you're thinking is your greatest trauma is a piece, is a clue, is a hint of how we all can begin to start moving towards the Christ consciousness and embodying it. Mm. Embodying it in our mind, our body, and our spirits. Even through your lies and your delusion, you are still working for the higher good. Even then. So you can't even help it. <laughs> I love it. Michael Jackson said, you couldn't stop it if you wanted yeah, to. If you wanted to. <laughs> Even without you your willing, it is coming through. But rest assured, rest assured, we have not embodied it because it's not one person. You have not. Yeah. You're not. And I'm humble enough to say that as you are working towards it, so am I. So am I. Yeah. Ooh, I love it. It gives you chills. So I got another question. I'm full of questions. Got another question. Mm-hmm. So we learned about the, the spirit attachment, and if you yes. have the light, they're going to come. It reminds me of the sixth sense where he could help all those spirits move on and figure out what they need to figure out. Really interesting. Um, mm-hmm. What is it like when you are doing work like in someone else's energy field. Wow. For me, um, it can be different. Um, Sometimes I'm able to do a lot of work, which I do, inside people's energy field, and I get the essence of what they're feeling. But there are some times where I literally am physically taking the hit of what they're feeling, physically. Like my throat will shut down. I could instantly feel something crunch me in my heart or in my mind, you know, or in my my physical body. If there is a physical pain, like I can physically feel it um, inside. And then sometimes overtaken by emotion. Sometimes it's it's emotional, and I can really sort of kind of grasp it emotionally. And a lot of times, I think it's it's a training ground because when I first stumbled upon getting into the acoustic records, it was traumatizing, and I didn't know what it was mm. at first. And many of you who listen to my earlier shows, I talk about it. And I remember one time doing a reading for a brother. And in the midst of doing a reading for him, and this was so traumatizing, he was literally getting killed while he was making love to someone. And I could feel them stabbing him. Literally, I could feel And I jumped out of the energy so fast and my heart was racing. I physically had to touch myself to say, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Did I just, did that happen? <laughs> because it was so intense. 
But as I continue to do my work and continue to train in the craft, then I really kind of can discern, and I'm hearing this voice, I don't know what it is, I could kind of discern, feel the energy without taking the physical impact. And there was a point for myself and for Brother Valau, we talked about it, that we both talked about for each other when we both realized that we were no longer working from the point of our own energy. And so even myself and many of you may know this as well, and it may be different for you, but I'll explain to me that I know that my assignment, I'm on assignment and I'm working for the universe. And that energy that is coming in from the universe is endless. This is how I can go and do a three-hour show after, you know, doing class. And we used to do the blue blast and do about 10 readings a day and still work and do the other personal things in my life, work out and stay up late because I'm not using my energy when I'm doing this work. The energy mm-hmm. comes from the divine. And so I'm not, it's not draining me. So some people say, aren't you drained? Aren't you tired? Aren't you? No, 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 no. No, I'm not. (laughs) It's a universal Mm. assignment. Do I need to rest my physical body? You bet your damn ass I do. I got to get that (laughs) beauty. (laughs) This don't want no way. I got to get, you know, I got to catch some Z's. Absolutely, but um, that that's for the physical aspect of me, the spiritual aspect of me. I understood, and I know exactly when I went to start working for the universe, and it's very different. Oh, wow. It's very different, very different, because you will be acting and doing things that your personality and your ego won't allow you to do. Mm. Allow you to do it. So you have to keep putting in the work to get even get that resume in. And you have (laughs) putting in the work because like any assignment, you can get it and the shit can get taken away from you. No one should be that. Yeah. With your own spiritual consciousness that you think that you got it and that's all you got. No. I take that very serious. And I take it to the heart with love. Mm. And it takes work to stay balanced in that way. So as much spiritual work as we do, we have to do that much work to stay grounded. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Assignments can get taken away from you. You've been in school when your teacher said, uh, never mind. You're getting a zero. <laughs> and you're like, well, wait Ooh, a minute. All the time. <laughs> can, can I do a makeup? And she's like, no, there is no makeup. You got to take a zero. You're going to take a zero for that. So it works. Like, wait, but why? <laughs> <laughs> that's right. So it's, 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 it's a process. And I'm, that's why I'm so thankful every week that we get a chance to come here and we get a chance to connect with each other because I know that we're a soul group together. 
And so I know that this journey that I'm on, that each one of you have your own personal assignments and journeys that you're on too. And we're all learning this together. We're all, you know, doing this together, you know, and this is where some of the greatest stars in the world reside right here on Planet Remix. I make no qualms about that. I know that for sure. For real. Yeah. So I love this because I remember, like, even in the first priestesses, we had to keep a working record of how are you going to get grounded. And I That's remember right. getting that. I was like, why we got to do that? I don't know how. What you mean? <laughs> I was so lost. <laughs> I was like, get grounded. I don't know. Sit down. I was like, what? I don't know. <laughs> you know what, Chastity? But now I'm like, woo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, you know how it is when you're when you're in, and and what I love about Planet Remix is like when you're doing your actual like your job, right? Mm-hmm. There is no separation between that and your spiritual work. So you, something will come up where you have to say, let me call on everything in this priestesshood to stay in my body because if I don't, I'm about to cuss <laughs> you clean out. Right. Yeah. And that's yeah. where that grounding comes so in, in, in so yes. I can't even in, get the word out. <laughs> yeah. You know, it, it 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 really is, you know, I, I think back to when I first started on my spiritual journey. And by the way, let me say, I just want to say applause to all of you guys listening to Planet Remix because y'all were so much more wiser than me um coming into this. Um, I was clueless and um, clueless, a little awkward, very lost, and um, just clueless. Just, I, I don't even know the word. Um, and, and, and I'm just so thankful for so many brothers and sisters who come and you guys kind of know exactly where you fit in and you, you kind of can see the path very quick. Um, I'm a very slow learner. I say that. I thank goodness for my spiritual gifts because I can be a little slow. Um, but um, uh, I don't believe in, that. <laughs> well, it, it, it's really, really true. You know, it's true. Um, but the the main thing is, you know, for me, it's like in the beginning when I started learning, the worlds were separate. Because I was separate. I mean, in essence, mm. I was trying to put me back together, you know, so it was separate. Yeah. My world at work and then, you know, me trying to learn, um, still still in the seat of the learner, but a very new learner, um, trying to understand how it was connected to me, you know? Mm-hmm. How did this, mm-hmm. how could what I'm learning, what I'm finding out, and like many of you guys, I had all these experiences when I was a child, all of them very, very spiritual, some of them very woo-woo-ish, we'll talk about, are mm-hmm. um, out there, but I didn't have a name for it. And I'll be completely honest. I wasn't looking for a damn name for it. I didn't want to remember none of that. I didn't want to know none of that. I didn't want to be connected with none of that. 
I didn't want anything to do with it. But there was a place in my life where the two worlds had to meet. And those two worlds existed inside of me, only I didn't know that. So getting to a place to where so many of you are, a, a lot of people coming into consciousness came in understanding that the worlds were together. I didn't, I didn't come in at that point. I came in very distant worlds, worlds apart, you know, the person that was at work, the person in corporate America couldn't see how that part of my life had anything to do with what I thought, with what I felt, and what I love. The only connection I could see is that I absolutely love helping people. And it was that compassion, that love for helping people that I made myself sort of the sacrificial lamb for it. So anywhere that I felt that I could get that love, whether it was work or my children or family or friends, and if it meant help, 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 I was willing to do that. And it still became unfulfilling because I couldn't really tie it back to me. I could only see where I could only give that. And that's what spirituality began to help me to see is that I am love and I can give love and I can truly, truly receive love and I'm never Mm -hmm. separated from it. Never separated from it. And that energy of wanting to serve is, is beautiful. If I knew what I came to serve and there were times I questioned that. What what was that really about? I if you would have told me back then I would be doing readings and being the oracle and all I'd have laughed at you and probably called you crazy four or five times. <laughs> I was interested in learning as much about me as I possibly could. Because coming on this spiritual walk, it showed me how much of myself I did know. And anything that anyone taught me, and you can talk to any of my teachers, from Brother Bobby Hemet, uh, Queen of Fool, any of the teachers I've ever had, if I can't see how to connect it so I can learn about me, I struggled. And I had questions. I had questions, and I wanted to know for me, not so I could really share it with anybody, teach anybody. I wasn't interested in any of that, and it's absolutely nothing wrong with those of you who know that for sure, but I wasn't interested. That wasn't my point of entry. My point of entry was to try to figure out who I was. Who am I? Mm-hmm. And and to be comfortable and loving with all those parts of who I am, for real. 
not who people told me I was, not certificates I had hanging on the wall because of colleges and classes I took, not because of things that people honored me for, not because of what some man whispered in my ear, not even because of what my children called me or my mother or my father, but who was I? Before all of that, who was I? Oh. And I'm still chastity in the process of learning that day by mm-hmm. day. I never take that for granted. Never take that for granted. Mm-hmm. And someone else is bringing up something else. And that is, I learned as being a perfectionist and a recovering addict. <laughs> recovering attic of being a control freak that I didn't have control over nothing. Yes. Nor do I want control. I don't. Mm-hmm. Do I set intentions? Absolutely. Do I focus my energy? Absolutely. Control? I don't. Because the greatest thing so far for me in this spiritual journey is allowing the universe to surprise me in a great way. Mm. And surprise is a big thing for me because I hated surprises. And everyone (laughs) in my family knew, you cannot surprise Blue, she will get angry. I hated surprises because I was such a control freak. But now... wow. I understand that the universe, the divine, can surprise me in a way that my mind could not even begin to imagine. And it's beautiful. It's beautiful and magical. I love it. I love it. I'm surprised right now because I forgot about this interview. Chastity told me I was like, surprise. Oh, tonight. Oh, we're doing it this week. Wow. <laughs> Chastity was like, yeah, you don't remember? I was like, nope. <laughs> I forgot. You know what? I can't. I can't. So this is but a beautiful surprise. A beautiful surprise. I will say this. Like, I think that by you doing so much work, it, it has allowed the rest of us not have as far to go. Like I noticed because we have something like the remix doing the work, it's almost mm-hmm. like, I don't know, the Marines or something. Because I noticed the teenagers that like come in next in line, they don't mm-hmm. have to do all the work I had to do. They know that already. Again, or they have somebody like me that... Dropping starseeds. Yeah. I love mm-hmm. it. And and I think that by you being able to do that, it's like, especially uh, coming into Planet Remix or the, the priestesshood, it was like I was able to see things um, coming together a lot quicker than I guess somebody that was like, let me try to come and put all this together from scratch. And what a blessing that is. So when you when you do hear that kind of feedback, does it ever get overwhelming? And does it ever get overwhelming knowing so much? Um, I would say no. I don't think I get overwhelmed. 
because I understand that the knowing comes from a very, very divine place. And so it, it, it's sort of that intelligence, that infinite intelligence that's coming from the universe, the divine, the most high. So I don't get overwhelmed with what I know. Um, I know that my goal is to be a clear channel so that I don't misinterpret what I am getting from the divine. That can be somewhat overwhelming is to stay grounded and to be centered enough to do this work and, 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 and to do it this way. You understand? Because I know that this is a big part of what my purpose is right now and um, and what spirit has me, what I came back to the planet to do. And I'm so honored. I'm so thankful. I don't think it's a, a spirit, uh, a, a tribe that I would rather be doing this with than Planet Remix. You know, so I, love I don't. It. Yeah, I don't. I don't necessarily get overwhelmed by um, by knowing because it's it's not coming from an intellectual place. So mm-hmm. I don't get any I don't give myself credit for knowing shit. You you understand what I'm saying? It's not like a test, and I go, I got a 100, y'all. What you get? What you get, girl? What you get, Kylie Mar? What you get, Donna Lee? What, what what you get? What you get, Levon? What you get? You know. What you get? You know what? I I love that. And and you know, I was talking to some students of mine one time, and they were you know being really competitive. And I said, "Have has it ever occurred to you that regardless of what score you get, you all get to move on to the next level?" And they like yeah. looked at me, and they were like, "Well, I guess so. <laughs> it, it yeah. doesn't even matter like that. It's not I, a competition." That's right. And I learned that really from working in corporate America and I made up my mind very early at a young age that there's no such thing as competition. Either I can learn from you or I can help you. That's it. Yeah. Either I I'm learning that from you or I can help you. That's it. No competition. That's it. That's it takes it. so much pressure off. That's right. You're either learning from someone or you can help them. And you choose. And sometimes it's both. You can learn from them and you can help them. I have to ask this because it's paranormal day. (laughs) Okay. I'm ready. Are you still there? I think Chastity call dropped. Oh, no. Oh, no, Chastity. And it's after hours. Uh, well, Chastity, I'm going to see if you can call back in. I can't believe we are in the after hours. I just want to thank each and every single one of you. First of all, I want to thank Chastity. Uh, she did an amazing job interviewing me here tonight. And, um Wow, uh, she's an amazing sister. I've been working with her for a very long time on Planet Remix, and she's a priestess. She's also part of Self Invested um, and uh, helps out on Planet Remix a whole lot as well. So I just want to personally thank you, Chastity. I've 
watch you grown and seen all the work that you've done. And just want to thank you as well for taking this time out and and really just helping with this idea as with many of the things we work on together uh, to do this. Um, But it's been super cool and fun. And yes, Chastity had that question and we'll probably have to get to it on Sunday because we're way into the after hours. So I guess I'm going to have to close it out because I can't, uh, you can't call in after Chastity. See, Chastity just, I think she told me to wrap it up. (laughs) Chastity, I think she just told me to wrap it up. But amazing, amazing job. Everyone, please show some love to Priestess Chastity for doing an amazing job. Planet Remix, the only thing that is real here is love. And we love each and every single one of you. And, um... Love each and every single one of you. Chastity, you're on my speakerphone. See if you can talk and if they can hear you. I, I, I've seen your call drop. I got zapped. <laughs> on off, y'all. I don't know. <laughs> it sent her into another dimension. She thought she was going to take me, and it took her. It took Chastity. So, Chastity, we're closing out because they're, they're, they're about to close us out. Don't forget to download, 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 you guys. Don't forget to like and subscribe. And like and subscribe over here on YouTube. Don't forget to hit us up on Instagram. Please leave your comments and your thoughts about tonight's share. Um, And I would love to read your comments as well. I know I ran my mouth a whole lot, but I didn't have to do nothing. Like Chastity was, woo, she was guiding Planet Remix. We was floating through the cosmos, riding the cosmic oh, rays. Beautiful. <laughs> All right, you guys. Well, peace and love to you guys and ciao. And we will see you back here on Sunday night. And uh, love and honor to the ancestors. Love you guys, Planet Remix. My friends, real friends, better than That's your it. friends. That's how we keep popping out that binge, yeah. That's it. No foes, real friends, we ain't even got to pretend, yeah. Dang. Get fans, get fans, spending all on my friends, pull yeah. Me up, pull me up, pull me up, pull me up, yeah. Pull me up, 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 and never let me down, 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 never let me I ain't making no new friends, I don't make no moves, yeah, without telling my crew, yeah, that's just how we do, yeah, that's just how we do, oh, damn it, I love my life, I bet you tired, no way, uh-huh. party when we go inside, yeah, never let it walk my side, Ooh. they're right by my side, Ooh. they're my rider's side, right. they're my rider's side, yeah. all my friends are goals, your friends are foes, we fly, why cry, our souls expose, yeah, we smoke, we laugh, your stress, my stress. Your sudden can I'm blessed, you blessed. Uh, ten toes, ten toes, we was out in that road. Uh, looking for love in wrong places, we were posed to a stove, yeah. 
Shit you, shit clothes, that's how deep the shit goes, yeah. Every week you got bros, yeah. All of y'all fit clothes, yeah. Y'all switching sides like NBA teams just after halftime. I'm pulling up on my dog, make sure he okay. I don't even have time. They caught me a portion, but it's got seats just for they had meals. They're better than rappers and they don't even have bills. Is that real? For Embry BM, as soon as he came home, we hopped on the plane. Head straight to the bay, that's how we turn the game on. Game on. Time mama died, I was there. My nephew died, he was there. He in my house, more than I be there, more than be there. Tata there, E there. Breezy there, Juan there. Tie here, Shaka there, Law there, they all here. Oh yeah. That's there, Kwana here. She feel like Nirvana here. Crib like the Soho house, I might stay in and grow out my hair. Tight circles, no squares. I'm geometrically opposed to you. Y'all like the triangles. Y'all like the trolls, do you? I talk around hoes, do you? Y'all don't follow clothes, do you? You know everything you say from niggas close to you. You emotional. And I say free the dogs are free That's how me got his freedom. Y'all put niggas on a t-shirt. It hurts, you ain't never meet them. You got niggas in the fast. You ain't even trying to feed them. I'm trying to free the world. That's how deep I'm in. I ain't going to nobody nothing. Me and my wife beefing. I don't care if the house on fire. Dying nigga, I ain't leaving. Tata take care of my kids. After he done grieving. Y'all don't understand that. We ain't meant to be friends. Pull me up, pull me up, pull me up. Never let me down. Never let me down. Pull me up, pull me up, pull me up. Never let me down. Oh, 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 oh,